Happy Monday Night Football Monday. It is five on five in five minutes. The podcast from WLWT that brings you five topics on Channel 5 in about five minutes. Five-ish. Give or take. I'm Kelly Rippin. That's Fletcher Keel. Dad is on assignment. He is covering Monday Night Football. That's right. so and that's Monday, D-E-Y. D-E-Y today. Yes. yes. I know. I'm shocked we didn't receive an email about misspelled graphics, but uh, it was done intentionally. So let's talk about our Monday Night Football forecast. Things looking fantastic, which is great news. Meteorologist Randy Rico was also down at Paycor Stadium this morning telling us that rain not going to be an issue. Today, a high of 80. That is lovely. No chance for rain. Perfect for Monday Night Football. But then the rain chances are back. And we need it. It's been a while since we've even had to talk about rain. So we have a Tuesday chance, Wednesday chance, Thursday as well, I believe, which I'm sure will kind of finesse the timing on that. But overnight, high of, or I'm sorry, low of 59. So really comfortable as the sun sets for Monday night football. Uh, kind of the same temperature through most of the week, which we'll talk about as we get through the week and get you prepared. In the meantime, it's time for five on five. In five. Fletcher, what is our first topic? Yes, our first story today. Two people were rushed to the hospital Sunday night after a shooting in Avondale around 8 o'clock. A 19-year-old man is in critical condition, and a 16-year-old girl is recovering after she was grazed by a bullet. Yes, definitely don't want to see this gun violence. Um, I mean, it's been something we've talked about all summer long. Unfortunately, it seems to be a pattern. We are getting into fall and not seeing, it feels like, as much of this as school's back in session and as people are a little busier. But um, so police say they're still searching for a suspect, but several people were det- detained for questioning. So we're waiting to find out if that turns any new information available or if we find out the details of an arrest. So no motive listed. Again, no suspect information listed either. Anyone that might have information is asked to call Crime Stoppers. You're saying that these incidents don't seem to be happening as often, but when they do happen, it feels like they happen kind of in waves, kind of in bunches. And that leads us into our second story today, uh, a shooting in uh, Padlock and Laidlaw, and that is in Bond Hill happening uh, Sunday afternoon, just about five or six hours before um, the one on Harvey Avenue. Uh, this one, a man uh, was in critical to life-threatening condition, is now stable as of this morning, and officials say he was shot multiple times mm-hmm. and from close range. Yeah, which is a scary thought. Uh, unclear if the victim was targeted or a passerby, but investigators say the shooter and suspect, as you just mentioned, were very close to each other when the shots were fired. So that is something that we will work to get updates on. Yes, physically close. Don't We don't right. know anything about a, a Their personal suspect, relationship, so yeah. yeah, don't know uh, if they were known to each other or not. Um, so those are two stories that we will definitely be uh, looking for updates, not only today, but throughout the week and until we get them. Our third story and possibly the top story around Cincinnati, we touched it off the top of the show. Waiting all day for Monday night. It's week three for the Bengals. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams coming to town in a Super Bowl uh, rematch from a couple years ago. The big story in everyone's mind is Joe Burrow going to play as of almost 7.50 in the morning. We still don't know. Still, this is questionable. It's going to be 7.50 tonight, and we're still not going to know the answer. Yeah, uh, it, we might <laughs> We might be 30 minutes into knowing the answer, yes. He will, he will be – so the Bengals will release the uh, inactives around 4.35, if not – six somewhere in that time window if joe burrow is not on the inactive list expect him to at least go out there and start the game now 
Who knows if he's going to finish? Right. It's football. Things can happen. He might tweak it on the first play if he's healthy. Um, but that will be our sign. If he is not included on the inactive list, he will be suiting up and at least starting the game. Just deep sigh on that one. The, yes. It's just uh, you saw all the rumblings all weekend. AJ McCarron back in the building. Um, that Olivia posted that picture I went oh okay this is this is interesting mm-hmm. and you know a couple of people had floated that idea last week so right. I saw some social media chatter of like hey get AJ McCarron back and well they did um but we will find out who will be under center as we get closer and then of course who would be under center the entire game is a bigger question right um so and the rams do look different than they did two years ago we knew that already at the beginning of the season Mm -hmm. yeah matthew stafford uh there were questions all over the rams matthew stafford was his arm rehealed uh from last year he's looked pretty good through two games but the two biggest are the two key skill position uh skill positions so in june we thought it'd be you know cooper cup leading the wide receivers cam Akers in the backfield cooper cup has an hamstring injury cam Akers was traded to minnesota so neither of them are available tonight instead it'll be leading the offense for the Rams along with Stafford uh, wide receiver Puka Nakua if you play fantasy football you were very familiar with him he was a very popular waiver wire ad after week one super fun name to say as well. Yeah, very much so and Kyron Williams who a lot of people in the area might remember from being a tailback at Notre Dame a couple years ago um, he has uh, secured that uh, RB1 role after or from Cam Akers and that was even before um, before that trade happened uh, and on the Bengals side of things we know the questions about Joe Burrow but also the big question is will T Higgins continue to be the early first option guy he leads the team in uh receiving uh receiving yards first down receptions and has the only two offensive touchdowns for the Bengals so far this year um, we have got more uh of all this everything you need to know we have a fan guide online at wlwt.com as well as our five things column uh, where we kind of preview all those things we just talked about a little bit more in depth not only a game tonight though a big celebration uh in Paycor stadium joining the ring of honor two Bengals legends one from Almost yesteryear and one from pretty recent memory. Yes, Boomer Esiason and Chad Ocos- Ochocinco Johnson. That's right. Forgot. I, I can't believe I even stumbled on that. Uh, they will join the Bengals Ring of Honor on Monday night. Really cool thing that the Bengals are doing that fans had cried for for so, so long. It's happening. They're putting great people in there. Um, obviously, Chad Johnson, a second-round draft pick in 2001, played 10 years with the Bengals, franchise leader in receiving yards, receptions, targets, TDs, also incredible celebrations and Boomer Esiason second round pick as well but his was back in 1984 he also played 10 years with the Bengals named to four Pro Bowls 1988 MVP QB them to the 1989 Super Bowl so huge honor for the two of them and I think uh, just they're having a great time with it, and it's mm-hmm. fun to see that. Ocho Cinco celebrations, in and of itself, Ring of Honor worthy, I think. But he was a pretty good football player as well. Uh, so that will be uh, all the celebration, all the fun happening. Uh, hopefully some better football from the Bengals happening tonight. Uh, before we uh, put our full eyes forward, full eyes for the day, we do have to mention the standing ovation. Reds, another legend in Cincinnati, uh, Joey Vada, received. Many people speculating it might be his last game uh, at Great American Ballpark. It was played yesterday in the Reds finale, a standing ovation before his first at-bat in the game yesterday. Um, and uh, this comes uh, along with your what is almost daily wildcard update. Five games left. The Reds are two and a half back of the Cubs for that third wildcard spot. He was emotional, saying it was an honor of all honors. It was really special to see. It gave you chills. I mean, if you've been a Cincinnati Reds fan for any length of years, Joey Votto has been there. So um, it's hard to think that he may not suit up next year. Obviously, we'll wait and find out. But, um, yeah, the fans making sure that he knows he's appreciated. If this was, in fact, his last home game, Mm -hmm. there will be 
plenty of celebrations to honor him as a very important player with the Reds. Yes. All right. That's five on five in five minutes. Have a great day. D-E-Y. Let's go Bengals.